0: Hello, guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to
1: narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hey guys, you're so welcome back to this channel, Khan, that deals with all things in relation to narcissism and the narcissistic personality disorder in order to educate ourselves to heal so much better and to avoid this personality type going forward. And also today, to understand and to best prepare yourself if you have to broker a deal with a narcissist. And that, in a way, that word negotiate or broker a deal is kind of counterintuitive where we're talking about narcissism. So it's really important to know thine enemy and understand narcissism and where a narcissist is coming from when they enter a deal with you. And one of life's main deals with people, with narcissists, is divorce and separation from the intimate relationship. So I'd like to cover this today. It may go into a few parts in the video. We may have to do another one, but let's just get into it. This has come up um, quite frequently in the last two to three weeks in coaching. And when that happens, I usually, you know, it stimulates um, a chat or a talk in relation to this topic. So just before we go on, a small click from you makes a big deal to me in relation to liking and subscribing and sharing. So if you can find it in your hearts to do that, I would really appreciate you doing that today. So this is a kind of a situation um, that does arise a lot with narcissists in relation to people being married to them and having had enough, or the narcissist just leaves you high and dry when you least expect it in the marriage. And you know that at this stage, after having maybe taken the narcissist back or gone back with them a few times, that this is kind of where you have to draw a line and You know, the narcissist doesn't seem like they're coming back, but even so, because they always do eventually, even so, um, you know, you've decided that this is you calling it a day that you need to move forward with your life, that you cannot simply um, broker any more of this abuse. It's just having a negative effect, a devastating effect on your mental health and your physical health and possibly everything else in relation to your ability to live, your financial you know, security, et cetera, your children. Anyway, you've decided that it's time to do the big D to get a divorce and to finally separate from this person. Okay. So from that point of view, you're set and you may even be at peace with your decision. You may you know, decide that you have come to terms with the relationship ending and that you actually you know would just like the narcissist to go away and have a good life as well and for you to have a good life it often happens when we've been long term with the narcissist that we get so kind of numbed out that we we've lost hope in relation to the, the relationship ever going to go anywhere or improve so you being you you know, just want to get this done and you want the best for everyone and you want to be fair. That's not the way we can approach a divorce situation with a narcissist. It's really, really important for you to remember that this divorce is hard enough in itself, but divorcing a narcissist can actually be the final straw or the nail in your coffin It can be a hugely abusive process that you don't want to, it to be so, but it will end up so if you don't understand narcissism and the fact that the narcissist thinks in a totally different way to you. And it, you know, it behooves us to be humble enough to realize that not everybody thinks like us and that the narcissist has a unique Personality disorder, dark energy, whatever you'd like to call it, but the narcissist is a different form of human being to you in in relation to the way they approach life. So with that out of the way, it's also important to understand that even though you're done with the narcissist even though perhaps the narcissist has gone off and told you everything is finally over. And they may even be ensconced and embedded with a new supply. So you think, you know, naturally, logically, that there is nothing to stop you guys from getting a divorce. And they seem so happy and, you know, making plans with the new supply. That of course, surely that would be something that they would be working towards as well. Sorry, there's a police sign got off there. I hope it doesn't interfere too much with the podcast. So this isn't always the case with the narcissist, particularly if they're leaving a long-term relationship. The narcissist transitions people into various roles. So if you have been a very good A-grade supply for the narcissist, And remember, some of us actually like to think that we're great, good A-grade supplies and we have a lot of attributes and we actually do. But it's not good to be a grade A supply for a narcissist. Put that aside. So uh, some of us that have been in long-term relationships, some of you that have been in long-term relationships with narcissists, will have transitioned into, for the narcissist, even though you haven't, into a kind of a parental role into a home base, into a stability for the narcissist. And particularly with narcissists who return and return and return to long-term supplies, you kind of become their security blanket. You become the home base where they can you know, come back to regroup and then go off and have fun when they see a shiny new toy that they want to mess around with. And some of these narcissists can actually go and marry, you know, try and marry other people or get engaged to other people, have children with other people, but then will always want to come back to you and re-engage in the relationship. So if you have a situation like this in particular, the narcissist is not invested in the divorce or divorcing you going through, because in in life, narcissists use things like institutions like marriage and business contracts and having children as control mechanisms. They do not view these uh, commitments and engagements with the same level of emotion and integrity that a normal person would. So these are beneficial institutions set up by society that the the narcissist harnesses um, to control people. So effectively, if the narcissist still perceives you as being advantageous in their life, even though they don't want to continue the relationship with you, they'll hold on to you and bank you as a possible optional security that they can return to. Also, if you initiate the divorce proceedings, you are effectively taking control of the situation. And that is the biggest no-no to a narcissist. Remember, the narcissist has to be in control of you and every situation in their life. They have to instigate the action that they want to take. So you're actually threatening their control by looking for the divorce. So in order to regain control, they're going to use huge delay and abusive tactics against you in relation to the divorce procedure, and these are often covers, are often put across as being for your benefit, and we'll get into that now as we go further into the podcast. But they will delaying is a big, big thing that narcissists do in relation to the divorce procedure, and you can't understand it because from your point of view, you want to be fair, you want to compromise, and you want this this to move ahead as soon as possible, so the narcissist can get on with their fancy new life and that you can start to rebuild your life so it doesn't make sense to you that they're putting all these obstacles in your way but we're going to get into that we're really going to get to grips with how to approach this procedure negotiating with a narcissist and divorcing a narcissist
0: everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich But you're the Filet-O-Fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the Filet-O-Fish, right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot
1: be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
1: That is my friend in the background having a bit of a scratch. Apologies. I don't know if you can see him there. He's moving towards the door. Okay, guys. So why the delay? Why do narcissists delay in the divorce process? You can't make out why they're doing this. It doesn't make sense to you. And here are a few reasons why they delay. So they've gone off leaving mummy or daddy, which you may have become catering to their needs, looking after them, providing for them in every way, providing them with character traits, financial benefits, um, looking after the home, being a servant to them, whatever you have become to your narcissist. The new supply is a toy. It's kind of like the narcissist um, going out on a night out as a young teenager wanting to enjoy themselves, but relying on the fact that there's a Cozy bed to come home to, and somebody has done shopping and the groceries, and you know, they can come home to the parental home eventually. So this is just an analogy. So the new supply is maybe something that they're considering might be really good for them. Um, you know, further down the road. Um, they're just kind of playing and toying with the idea of the new life, they're weighing it up, they want to make sure. This is the best option for them. They want to get the new supply under control enough so that they can decide they will divorce you and marry the new supply. There's a lot of things to weigh up here on the narcissist control radar. So they will triangulate the new supply with the divorce from you they will, to all intents and purposes, be telling the New Supply that they're working really hard on divorcing you and you're standing in the way of the divorce. You're delaying the divorce. You're being so unreasonable. You're looking to take them to the cleaners. All untrue. But in the narcissist's mind, this is justifiable because of the fact that they view you as a traitor and they view you in the black. And in their mind, triangulating the new supply with the divorce and telling them these are truths. To the narcissist, these are truths. Now, they consciously know that some of the facts aren't true, but because of the way they feel about you, it becomes their truth, their version of reality. So, one of the reasons they delay is to be getting the new supply under control and triangulating the new supply, making the new supply competitive, making the new supply go against you, giving the new supply the impression that you're a harrigan, that you're a harridan. Is that the right word? That you're, you know, the spawn of the devil, that you're this awful partner who's so unfair, the total opposite of what you're trying to do. You're delaying them from moving on with their new life, with the love of their life that they finally found. And this is the story that the new supply is more or less being being spun. This is the story that is so totally untrue that if you could hear the narcissist talking to the new supply in this way, you would be so gobsmacked that you would never want to have anything to do with the narcissist again if you weren't already there. The other element is control. They're delaying because they can, because to them, this isn't an emotional situation. This is just a, a deal, a contract. This is them having control over something that you want. They're not invested the moment in wanting it. So controlling the situation, delaying the situation is actually giving them pleasure. It's empowering them. It's, it's also punishing you in a way for any transgressions um, that you they perceive that you did against them or that you actually did against them, you standing up for yourself, you whatever, just being you. So, you know, they sit back, they enjoy kind of letters coming in from your lawyer saying you want to move things forward, asking for them to do things, you know, sometimes really putting them under pressure and pleading with them to move forward. This is all fuel and power to a narcissist. So they're also, they also do this to wear you down in relation to negotiations. The more mentally tired and exhausted you are, the more you have to battle against them. The less able you are to broker a good deal, The more worn down you get, the more you just want to wash your hair of the situation. And in their mind, you'd agree to anything just to get away from them. So it is a negotiation tactic that they're either aware of or unaware of. But it often works. And sometimes people are so exhausted and fed up, you know, going against the narcissist. The narcissist won't give an inch that finally we throw our hands up in the air and say, just whatever they want, give it to them. I just need to get away. My freedom is worth more than that. Guys, if you go into the divorce process with the attitude that you're going to be fair, that you're going to compromise, that you're going to be true to, you know, who you are and your way of thinking, this can possibly happen And it's not something that you deserve to happen. You deserve, your family deserves for everything you've been through. You deserve to be financially secure and not having been beaten down in the divorce process. And that's why I'd really like to give you this information so that you won't end up in that situation. So that you understand who and what you're dealing with in order for you to come out of this actually fairly for both sides to actually come out fairly, you need to take the higher road in relation to understanding that you're dealing with someone who has a personality disorder. So dealing with them in the way you would normally deal with a situation to compromise, to look at the other person's point of view, to wish them well, all those things don't work in this situation, in that way, if you want to achieve those things, you achieve them by going about it in another way. So this is about strategy to actually be true to yourself and to obtain a fair settlement for everyone, to obtain a compromise. You go at this battle in a different way. And just to give you an analogy, this is like going into battle. Say you're on a battlefield, there's you and there's your enemy. And your enemy comes to you with um, a sword and they're going to fight you with this sword. And you come to them with a bunch of flowers. They will chop the heads off the flowers and then they'll dig the sword into you. This is not a battle that you can fight on your terms. This has to actually be fought I'm not saying on the narcissist terms, but understanding understanding the strategy of your enemy and understanding the weapons of your enemy and matching that. That's the only way that this is going to come out fairly. So there are the reasons why the narcissist actually delays the divorce process in situations as described And guys, this video has gone on for quite some time, so I'm going to actually actually put it in a part two. And part two is going to discover and go over what you should actually do going into a divorce with a narcissist to get the outcome that you would like and that you would look for and to have a, a fair deal brokered for all parties concerned. So I'll see you shortly again in part two. Don't forget to check it out because this is pretty vital information when you're dealing with narcissists. Bye for now, guys.
0: Take care. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it